0: That's Amy Winehouse and Rehab, and I think that's one of the big problems when it comes to crime in our country is that there's often often a substance abuse um, problem that is related to it. We're hoping that the youngsters are not going to be saying no 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 though when it does come to going to rehab so today we're going to be talking about a crime and crime prevention we're going to be asking you will we ever win the fight against crime give us a call on 0891 207 that's 0891 104 207 you can also sms us on 40938 also call us on our whatsapp number that's 0614 104 107 104 107 it's just gone 12 minutes past one, and on the line, I've got Lungela Zulu, who is the chairperson of the KZN Crime Prevention Youth Desk, as well as Gen- uh, Major General Tokazani Matonsi from the South African Police Services. General, Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us on Lifetime Live.
1: Thank you very much. Good day. Thank you very much.
0: Um, General, I'd like to, Major General, I'd like to start uh, with you from the South African uh, Police Services perspective. Um, crime is obviously a huge problem countrywide. When we look at the statistics, looking at in particular youth and the youngsters, when it comes to p- crime, do you see that there is a rise when it comes to youngsters being invo- involved in criminal activity?
2: Thank you, Good afternoon once again. Uh, definitely, there is a challenge when it comes to the youth crime in the country as a whole. But more importantly, what is worrying is the fact that uh, the some of the or majority of the crime generators are things that we can we can work with. We've seen issues of drugs. We see issues mm-hmm. of. Sexual offences. Now, recently, we've had uh, a spate of the cash in transit as well. The majority of people who are involved in those in those crimes are, are young people. So, there is definitely a challenge as far as the the youth is concerned uh, when it comes to crime.
0: Now, it's very interesting when you mention, uh, Major General, that these are all factors that you actually, you know, you can prevent. Um, and looking at the national crime youth. Uh, uh, Crime Prevention, well, National Crime Youth Prevention Summit that is going to be taking place on the 27th to the 29th of June in Pretoria. It seems like the undertone is youth development, and this is looking at a long term uh, objective. But this is multidisciplinary, Major General. So, how are you making sure that other role players also come to the table?
2: Yeah, Lizette, if you look at the stakeholders that are participating in our summit that is coming on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. we've invited various stakeholders either from young people themselves, from formal structures as well as informal structures, from the young people that we work with at the station level. But also we've invited other departments as well because we realize that uh, crime prevention cannot be the police function alone, Mm -hmm. but there are also other stakeholders that are involved. But more importantly, the the summit is focusing on prevention, as we've just said. So we are looking at how, as government departments and other stakeholders, can work together to deal with the the issues of crime.
0: Now, Longelo, um, as uh, the chairperson of the KwaZulu-Natal Crime Prevention Youth Desk, you're on the floor. You understand exactly what's happening when it comes to youngsters. What are some of the big challenges that they are facing that, and that do contribute to, um, to uh, you know, them getting involved in crime on a general, in a general basis?
1: Okay. Um, I think on a general basis, one of the major issues which um, end up affecting young people, obviously, it's unemployment. Unemployment, yeah. But more than that, it's inactivity, Mm -hmm. which is what actually leads them to, leads them going astray and actually finding themselves involved with criminality. So immediately you can craft a program which ensures that young people are active at all times through the various programs, whether it's sports, whether it's poetry, whether it's arts and whatever else, then you know that you have young people which are not inactive because the minute they become inactive, that's when criminals actually are able to target them for criminal activities.
0: So it's that old saying, you know, where, where it says that basically inactivity is, is the devil's um, handmaiden. You know, if, you, exactly. if, you've got, if you've got idle time, then you're going to find something not so great to get involved in.
1: Most definitely spot on. So that is where we are finding the, the, the biggest challenge when it comes to young people being involved in crime.
0: Major General, looking at um, this particular summit that is going to be taking place, what is the aim? What would you like to see at the end um, of those three days uh, when people walk away?
2: Yeah, Lizard, f- first of all, let me just say that the reason why we are having this summit is that uh, it's uh, it it follows the the pronouncement that was made by the by the president of the country um where he was very much concerned about the issue of of crime involving the young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also further uh, made a statement that we need to have a a, a crime prevent or national crime prevention strategy which will focus on addressing issues of crime involving young people. So this is a response to, to that statement. Um, what we are trying to achieve, uh, as I said, that we are having various stakeholders uh, of young structures, formal as well as informal structures. Uh, the main thing is to develop a, a national youth crime prevention strategy, okay. whereby, firstly, we want to make sure that the young people are part of the process of developing the policies uh, uh, that focus on crime prevention. But also, more more importantly, is to make sure that our focus on crime prevention is more integrated instead of one department or one stakeholder focusing on the crime. So at the end of the day, we will come up with some um, directions and programs and maybe some policy uh, influences or issues that can shape the policies going forward in terms of dealing with the crime.
0: Now, Langilo, um Major General talks about the fact that, you know, you, you want all the stakeholders to be involved as, as well as looking at the youth to basically say that they must be involved in coming up with the strategy. How are, are you making sure? Obviously, you can only speak for the KwaZulu-Natal Crime Prevention Youth Desk. But if we look from a national perspective that youngsters do get involved, how are you hearing what their voices are when it comes to crafting um, uh, this particular strategy?
1: Okay, well, in actual fact, luckily, I'm also part and parcel of the National Youth Crime Prevention um, Committee, which Mm -hmm. is actually involved in the planning of the summit. So one actually does have a bird's eye view in terms of the whole country. Now, when we are coming to the national summit, obviously we are coming from different provincial summits Mm -hmm. throughout the country, which have been a build up to the national summit. So you'll find that a lot of um, inputs we've already received from youth, but over and above that, one Mm -hmm. of the things that we motivated for was to have a designated email for those stakeholders or for those young people who couldn't make it to the summit so that they can um, for their inputs to 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 this to the finalization of the strategy. Now that email, it's ycpc.summit.saps.gov.za. This is to ensure that even if you are not at the summit, but so long as you're within the boundaries of South Africa and you're a young person, you can also contribute to the finalization of youth crime prevention strategy.
0: Now I know that we're also living in the era of social media and let's be honest our our youth are mostly active on social media. Um, Is there also social media platforms where they will be kept up to date and have their say on what's going on?
1: Yes there are definitely platforms where they will be kept up to date. This is obviously the official SAPS um, platforms on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, However when it comes to their input we'd like for their inputs to be more Formalized, hence the request mm. for a, a formalized e- email because the minute it's in social media, some of it can get lost, lost. and we don't want to be in a position where a, a a resourceful input ends up being lost.
0: Very, very true. That is the voice of Lungilo Zulu. He's the chairperson of the KZN Crime Prevention Youth Desk, also in conversation with Major General Tokozani Matonsi of the South African uh, Police Service. They are going to be in, uh, in Pretoria from the 27th till the 29th of June looking at a youth crime prevention Summit and putting together a strategic document that is going to basically be the guide on the implementation um, for the National Consultative Summit towards the development of the National Youth Crime Prevention Strategy by the South African Police Service. We do want your input, so please do give us a call if you have any questions. We're asking in particular will we ever be free of crime or will we fight or win this fight against crime? Give us a call on 0891 104 207 or you can SMS us on 40938 SMSs are charged at at one Rand fifty. We'll be back with you right after the break.
1: Let's have the conversation. O eight nine one one zero four two zero seven.
0: Let's definitely get involved in uh, the conversation. You are on SAFM leading the conversation, and we want to hear from you. As an audience, do you think that youths are actually interested in getting involved in strategies to overcome crime and to fight crime? And then looking at things like drugs and unemployment, what do you think should be done in our different communities? And maybe we should also uh, you know, speak to Major General Tokazani Matonsi. When it comes to, to things like um, drugs and, and obviously drug cartels in our communities, a lot of times people are frustrated and a lot of times the youngsters get involved because they really don't have anything to do. As communities, what should we be doing?
2: Yeah, thank you very much. I think that's a very, very important question. Uh, I think we having different structures at, uh, at a local level. Uh, we have what we call a community police forum. We also have other young people already assisting at a local level. So I think uh, it is correct to say that there are young people who are to some extent already involved with the police at a local level. Mm. We also have what we call Crime Prevention Youth Desk, who work with the police on various program, uh, social crime prevention programs at a local level. But more importantly, we are saying that the young people need to be involved more in, in, in crime prevention at a local level. They need to understand uh, how their police stations are working, but also they need to be involved more in, in programs at a local level with the, with the, with the police uh, in their local police station.
0: Major General, do you think that, you know, getting more involved and also understanding how the police structures and the systems work will help a lot when it comes to, you know, perceptions? Because there is sometimes a perceptions in community and especially amongst the youth that, you know, you can bribe officials, that you you can buy your docket back, that it's actually a lot easier to get out of, uh, you know, being at the wrong side of the law than what people think it is. Do you think that once they get involved and actually see how things work, this might alleviate some of those perceptions?
2: Um, absolutely, I think. It, firstly, it's unfortunate that you do get those cases where the police um, get involved in those. Act- but as as we always say that there are very few officers who get involved in those uh, in those uh, uh, in, in corruption, and we do try as much as possible to deal with them. And in fact, we are dealing with them almost uh, every day. Mm. But I think if they get involved with the police, I think we can be able to build that trust and understanding with the police as well, which will then help the police as well in terms of dealing with the criminal elements because it's not always the case that everyone is it's a criminal at a local level. That is that is not true. There will always be few people involved in crime. So if the young people are part of the process, they can be able to identify those people and bring them to the attention of the police to deal with.
0: On the line we've got Timber from Northwest. Timber, thank you very much for joining us. Yes,
3: thank you very much for uh, Madam, I'm talking about how to occupy the youth um, here's my plan in the country we have got about uh, sixty five sporting codes mm-hmm. and then out of these sixty five sporting codes the have captain was only about five of them mm-hmm. so i'm thinking of putting up uh, a sports cooperatives the sports cooperatives will work in this way. Each and every court will have about ten members per area. The area or per the ward. Then out of these ten members, you go. let's say football. Football, we have the chairperson, vice etc. development officer, infrastructure officer, and then the ten of them will be running the, this football club. You go to basketball club, the same thing. The same would be ten out of that. You go to rugby, same thing. Cricket you go, same thing. Chairs, same thing. So in the province, you can have a league of football clubs in the in your area. They say that me, you know what I stay in it, say. We have got about five villages around Where yeah. there Where do the a football club of five clubs in the right, and then make, make a leak out of that of football, of chess, of rugby, of tennis, just like that. What, what I'm thinking about that, what we need is to have an infrastructure we build for mm-hmm. this what is going to happen? Thank because you. The youth of uh, the European youth, during the days like this, they go to overseas, they play the, the games there, the competitions, and the tournaments. Whereas our African youth are staying in the streets here, doing nothing for the whole day. So that's how I'm, my plan is to say they must get involved in sporting
0: activities. Uh, thank make you.
3: Some links for them.
0: Thank you very much. That's Temper from the Northwest. And I think Lungelo, he, he kind of uh, you know hints and, 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 and Builds on what you were saying about the fact that looking at kids in in the different areas, there's often no recreational activities and there's no space for recreational activities. That's also, you know, one of the the issues that we have when it comes to spatial planning in the communities in which we live. So I think that the question that we we have is, Alungela, when you're on the ground and you're seeing these kids, um, how do you keep them occupied when there's not infrastructure available, um, you know, to, to kind of take them away from the negative behavior behaviours that is readily available on every corner.
1: I think one of the things that one is currently lobbying for, especially throughout different municipalities, it's the issue of crime prevention through environmental design. Yeah. Now, the spatial planning or design of a particular community, obviously you need to have a sports field, you need to have a whole, and these are basic things, by the way, because these are the very same environmental instruments which allow young people to actually be active and participate. Yes. Um, in different activities, which mm. actually keep them occupied. Now, a major thing, you know, the example that we usually make, um, especially in case and is to say that when you look at the crime situation, it's similar to a flowing tap in a house. You mm-hmm. have the South African police service with the most sophisticated apparatus, but so long as that tap is still open and it's not closing slowly but surely, then they'll never win the fight against crime. Yeah. Now, the introduction of the youth crime prevention strategy, what it seeks to do whilst police are doing the sweeping up or the mopping up of crime, it seeks to start to close that tap so that the work that they are doing becomes that much more effective.
0: So it's basically seeking to close the avenues that children have available to participate in crime. Exactly. Now, there was an SMS that came through that says youth are mostly interested in schemes to commit crime. Would you say, Longila, that looking at Langele, looking at the kids in, in, on, on the ground, there is sometimes a perception that it's cool. You know, you have to be in with the, with the in crowd and whether it's petty theft, uh, whether it's, you know, stealing a cell phone, drug abuse, uh, drinking when you're underage, that it's often seen as something that is kind of you're earning your street cred.
1: Unfortunately, we are suffering from a major case of moral degeneration. Mm -hmm. This is something that we can never run away from. And this is one of the the particular points that we want to be able to focus on to say we need to have a moral regeneration movement where when it comes to actually engaging young people, you not only start at a high school level or a primary school level, but you go as far down as a crutch. Yes, because that is where a mind starts to be molded. You know, it starts with stealing a little pen from the from the little girl next door, from the little boy next door. So the minute you are able to actually venture out to young people and start molding their young minds from a crutch level going up, then you know definitely in the future you are creating, or you are molding and mentoring the sort of young people which will not be actually actively. Um, engaged in crime. I think one of the key cornerstone programs of the Youth Crime Prevention, obviously it becomes the Junior Station Commissioner Project, Mm -hmm. which is currently going on throughout the various provinces which is there. This is where you find that there are competitions which are held in different schools, and then the winner of those competitions is actually paid up to a station commissioner. The station commissioner then mentors that young person who then becomes the ambassador for youth crime prevention at a high school level. Now, with such projects as those which are ongoing, which are sustained and which can actually be mentored, which can actually be monitored and evaluated, um, that are having the most impact in terms of us ensuring that we have young people who no longer think that it's cool to be involved yeah. in criminal activities.
0: Gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been absolutely insightful having uh, to, to chat to you gentlemen. Of course, we, they are going to be at, in Pretoria from the 27th till the 29th of June talking about um, crime and coming up with a youth crime prevention at well, strategy at the Youth Crime Prevention Summit. Um, do follow them on the different SAPS platforms and social Media to see exactly what's going on. You can also go and, and look at um, their. I'll we'll send them an email if you actually want to also let your voice be heard. But for right now, it is half past one, which means that it's time for the news headlines.
3: S A F M leading the conversation.
0: We carry on our conversation now um, with Lungelo Zulu, who is the chairperson of the KZN Crime Prevention Youth Desk, as well as Major General Tokazani Matonsi. Um, And on, uh, well, we basically want to ask a very key question that I think I'm very interested in knowing, Lungelo, is how old were you when you started working with the CPF in the community?
1: You know, funny enough, I actually started back whilst I was still in high school. This was around 2007 or so. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, you know, <laughs> we actually used to work with Brigadier's Toilet at the time at the Stenga um, Police Station. This is in Guazulu-Natal, under was municipality. Yes. Um. So that's how far back I've actually been involved in this program. Sort of, and have sort of just been mentored within the establishment and grown within it.
0: Major General, do you think that it's important that we get them young? that you get them interested in in what the police service is doing and and you know kind of bend the tree while it's young to understand that they, they as a citizen you have certain responsibilities
2: Absolutely I think it's important that we get them as young as possible we That is why we go to various schools to to talk to the kids about crime and and safety in, in general. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's impossible to reach all reach out to all the schools. But it's very very important that we engage them as early as possible so that they understand that uh, crime doesn't pay.
0: We've got Tabiso on the line. Tabiso is from Durban. Tabiso, thank you very much for chatting to us.
4: Yes, hi. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure if your guests are still left in the studio. They're already left. But let me continue to contribute anyway. Um, there, there, are, there are two things that, that needs to happen here. One is an issue of uh, hitting hard on uh, known uh, the places that uh, provide drugs to young people. Mm-hmm. Because most of the crimes that young people are involved in are as a result of drug usage. But the challenge that we are having is that even if you uh, give information to the police, they take too long to act. You will give them places to say, there, they sell drugs to young people, they sell drugs to school kids. For an example, one, one uh, clear demonstration, which is a true reflection of our society. There is a place in Petermansburg, which is called a market, a market or market square. It's just, it's in front of the uh, legislature, it's in front of the, the offices, uh, the other offices of, of provincial government, but that's where young people are spending most of their time in uniform, um, drinking coffee, coffee mixture that they buy in the uh, nearby pharmacies, smoking tobacco, smoking Wunga. Everyone is aware. The previous commissioner, uh, General Langa, I wrote to him about it. It was only attended once. They went there, they chased away those 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 young kids, but they did not respond in terms of closing the cap. And arresting people that are selling uh, drugs to young people and it's really not assisting these dialogues summits talk 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 shops are not going to to solve anything right now um, as I'm talking to you we're having a group of not less than 15 young people who have volunteered for themselves to say they are using drugs but they need to be assisted they want to be taken to rehab. Yeah. You talk to the police; no one is willing to assist. They will say, "Go to social development." You talk to social development; they will say they are only going to take two. So all these challenges are the ones that are continuing to perpetuate the, 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 the crime in this country. of you.
0: Thank you very much, Tobi. So, Major General, I, I think that uh, just looking at what Tobi was was uh, hinting towards was basically twofold. The one which you you kind of need more more feet on the ground, uh, more policemen there in order to to shut down the tab, as he says. But the other one was also what we were mentioning earlier about it being interdisciplinary because now they've got these 15 um, you know, the, these fifteen youngsters who want help but they don't seem to know where to go. What advice would you give to Tabiso and the local community?
2: Thank you very much uh, Tabiso for, for, for that question. Firstly as far as the issue that you raised specifically at Market Square, uh, we'll make a follow-up on that and see what exactly is happening. I'm not privy to the information to the specifics in terms of that but as far as drugs in general i think we are hitting very very hard on on drugs mm-hmm. remember that recently we um we 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 strengthened our stabilization uh, operations recently to look at the issues of drugs among other things cash in transit and other serious and other serious crime so we are def- definitely acting on that but as far as the uh, the interconnectedness of the of the processes of dealing with crime i just want to assure him to say that we as, as Department of the Police, we do work with other departments to assist in terms of issues of rehabilitation. Okay. Last week, for instance, we, we had a joint program with the University of Pretoria where we invited all the rehabilitating drug users who are still recovering. We had a, a sports event with them. We gave them the um, the, the awareness on drugs. We, we we gave them a lot of other information. We provided support and so on and so on. So we are starting a long process whereby we work with those people who want to come out of the drugs. So we continuously work with the community on those on those issues. But of course, the problem of drugs is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Very much. Hence, so. we, hence we are saying let's have this summit to say. Police cannot provide answers on every single issue, Mm. but let's come together and come up with a strategy as to how we can deal with these issues going forward.
0: Now talking about the summit, it is going to be held in Pretoria at the St. George Hotel. Um, Can anybody come or do you have to need to book online or is it only specific um, stakeholders that will be there?
1: Okay, to answer you, um, at this point, um, there are selected invited stakeholders which have been invited to the summit. Um, which have a specific niche within the different environments. Obviously, then there are also the youth crime prevention desks, which are coming from a station, um, young people from schools. Um, in actual fact, we're even going to be inviting hobos um, mm-hmm. to the summit because they are part and parcel of our society. Now, you can't have individuals which are existing in no man's land, which, are, which end up being forgotten because at the end of the day, they also do contribute somewhat to the crime picture which is there so there's an array of stakeholders as we indicated before to those that um, will not be making part and parcel of the summit please definitely do email through whatever inputs you might have to icpc.summit.saps.gov.za.
0: And if um, anybody wants to you know basically get a hold of what was discussed or the findings from the summit where would they be able to have access to that sort of information?
1: Immediately after the summits, I think one of of the key things that will be engaged is on the communication strategy of the youth crime prevention um of the youth, of youth crime prevention in general, as well as the different avenues that young people can actually tap into to play a role. Because we are as we have been indicating, the theme for the summit itself is on a journey to a safer South Africa through youth participation in the fight against crime. So we'll definitely be opening up various platforms so that young people actually have. Um, and understanding of where they can come in and what role they can play in the pas- in the participation of the fights in the fights against crime.
0: Fantastic, Peter Eden from Edenville, You were our last caller today. Hi, how are you? Well, thanks. How are you, Peter?
1: I'm okay. First,
5: I'm calling on your on your uh, shoulder.
0: Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Uh, yes,
5: uh, <laughs> firstly, I would like to say congratulations of picking up in our language uh, in the day. We you know for the youth. To the young man there, that who at an early stage saw it fit that he needs to participate in crime prevention, uh, you know, interventions. I would really like to give him a a thumbs up to say, look, you're doing a very good job. But also to the other guest that is, I think it's the Brigadier, or you said it's the... Major General. Major General. The the, the outcry, he he needs to, to be realistic as well. The outcry is that um, let's do the, basic, uh, the basics right, okay? So um, if you really want to make a difference um, in these uh, things, go and arrest the people that we report on a daily basis. Um, that we know criminals, they say here, like for the issue of, the previous caller spoke about it, the drug cartels, that we know who are the people who are selling the drugs. But those people, they walk free here and they drive expensive cars, cars that even... Some of, you know, people who are in serious uh, careers cannot drive. So that's why it, 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 it ends up being a cool thing to do. You know, somebody mentioned it, that it, it looks attractive. But if we start by the, doing the basics, if, if somebody uh, um, um, uh, reports a particular, let's start acting, and then that, I think, will make it um, better. The sun are all well and, and good, but I really don't believe that uh, they will really make a huge difference
0: there. Thank you very much. That's Peter from Edenville. Major General, anything that you'd like to say to Peter in this regard?
2: Well, maybe just quickly to say that uh, we we are running a two-pronged approach when it comes to to crime. Mm -hmm. Firstly, the stabilization, where we target hotspot areas to make sure that criminals are arrested. But part of the summit is the normalization process, whereby we're looking at the long term to say, how do we make sure that crime does not even happen? So so in a nutshell, Mm -hmm. we basically, we we, we are working to, to make sure that the criminals are arrested. And the members of the community must continue to report them as when they become aware. But the police are there to make sure that they are arrested.
0: Thank you very much. That's Major General Tokozani Matonsi of the South African Police Services. Also in studio with him was Lungela Zulu, who is the chairperson of the KZN Crime Prevention Youth Desk. They're going to be taking part in a youth crime prevention summit from the 27th to the 29th of June in Pretoria. And we're looking forward to seeing what are the outcomes from that particular summit. It's just got 19 minutes to... Two one, uh, we're going to be speaking to um, Dr. John Tibani just after this break.